At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. VSIN is a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide. Bracket breakdowns plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so do not miss out. Visit VEASAN.com slash madness to sign up today. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. This is Follow the Money. And Matt, always love catching up with our Chicago brethren, Mike North. Follow him on Twitter as I do, at North to North. Mike, great to have you back in the program. Uh, I know it's cold there in Chicago, and I know you're going to de-thaw here. But, uh, you know, it is interesting. We were talking about coaching a lot here. Obviously, Sean McVay winning the Super Bowl here. And we wanted to pick your brain before we get to your top 10 list. I know Matt and I had some thoughts. What are your thoughts on the Bears coaching hire? What do you make of it? I don't think it's a good one. Uh, I think it's a, they said they were going to look for experience. Uh, they were willing to spend. And, uh, you know, they got rid of Nagy and, uh, and, and Payson did the lateral move. So, you know, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, I got news for you. He did not make my top 10 coaching list. That's for darn sure. <laughs> so, so, you know what? I mean, it's very underwhelming right now here in Chicago. We lost the quarterback that got us in the playoffs two out of the last four years. 29 and 21 as a starter. Sort of like I've said before, a Ryan Tannehill guy. Could we get there all the way to the end? I don't know. But uh, people wanted this, and uh, they wanted Justin Field. We'll see what happens. Yeah, the coach and the quarterback's a very important combination to get right, and Chicago <laughs> hasn't had that right for a long time. And uh, well, we'll Maddie, I mean, uh, Maddie, I mean, when you when you draft when you recruit when you draft from Ohio State, and they've never developed a great quarterback, right. and the Bears have only draft, developed a couple. Uh, that's a, t- a tall order. It really is. So we'll see what happens. All right, Mike North, this is great to have you on. You said it's cold in Chicago. Make sure you get some hot dogs today, Mike. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, I, I had uh, fast food joints for 16 years. We're the biggest independent fast food town in America, yeah. not just franchises. Made a good living off it, swinging some wieners, my friend. <laughs> Mike, let's get to your power rankings here I for stopped your at a place. I stopped at a place yesterday in Vegas called Windy City. Oh, yeah. I, oh, you've been there? Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. that's, that's the whole takeoff oh, on yeah. the Chicago dog. Poppy no seed. What did it have? A poppy seed bun with, it, uh, with mustard relish, onion, tomatoes, pickles, with a couple dynamite sticks? That's what they try to do. They're, exactly. they're copying it, Mike. Yep. That's exactly what they're yep. doing. 
But hey, it's the highest form of flattery. Uh, That's right. We love it. (laughs) Mike, let's get to your coaching power rankings here. And it is interesting because I think at number 10, you have a guy that uh, I don't believe is on me or Matt's list here. And you have Nick Sirianni Mm -hmm. from the Eagles at 10. How did he sneak into your top 10? But they were in it till the end, and I can't. I can name the 1960 championship Eagles roster easier than I can the Philadelphia Eagles roster <laughs> this year. Uh, a below average quarterback uh, trying to find his way uh-huh. in it all the way to the end. He did fall in love with analytics early, got burned once or twice, uh, but I was impressed that he kept them in till the end. They don't have the talent to be there even till the end. Uh, you saw what happened with Doug Peterson. Then you had the quarterback up evil. That's why I put him in there. We'll see what happens, but I think they got a good coach there. Plus 4,000 to win the uh, NFL title next year, if you believe the Well, Eagles. I'm not saying he's going to win no. that, but you no. know what? Go on the right track. 40 to 1, though. Not bad if you like that number. I'll pass no. on that. Anyway, uh, we talk about these. We're, talk, we're ranking our top 10 NFL head coaches. This plays a big role in how you evaluate mm-hmm. teams when you bet win totals, bet futures. Uh, two mm-hmm. of the Super Bowl coaches, Mike, you have – Sean McVay of the Rams at number nine. You got Andy Reid at eight and Zach Taylor at seven. Explain those three. All right. The, re- the reason I am, because when I talked to the producer yesterday, he said current. So that means right. when I woke up this morning, was I impressed with Sean McVay <laughs> in right. the Super Bowl? That's an absolute no, but you got to uh-huh. give credit. He put himself on the line. He got himself a stud quarterback. He took off to the to the uh, uh, Super Bowl. So you know what? I have to put him in there. Uh, Andy Reid, he's had Donovan McNabb and Patrick Mahomes. He's got one Super Bowl. Uh, the praise for him is, uh, is effusive. I understand it. Uh, but he's had the top quarterback in football, in my opinion, outside of Tom Brady the past few years, and this past loss was a bad one. Zach Taylor, to me, might have been higher for the job he did, but uh, you, you don't uh, do analytics in the first quarter, uh, especially on the 50-yard line. I saw people this year, if analytics work, I know a guy that charted games that he bet on, and analytics uh, beat him. Uh, seven times and one form seven times. That's fifty percent. So to me, you got to go by the uh, by the gut. Analytics in the first quarter was wrong for Zach Taylor, Wash, Lombardi, Belichick. They all would have punted. I tend to agree with you there. When you look at six and five on your list, I think some people are going to get a raised eyebrow at number five with Matt Lafleur. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I hear what you're saying about having the quarterback. He's got the quarterback back to back. MVPs for AA Ron, but what do you make of, of Matt LaFour's coaching job? Uh, Mike McCarthy won 13 games twice in 11 years. Matt LaFleur's won 13 games three years in a row, yet Aaron Rodgers says he has nobody around him. Now, which way is it? And when he wins, it's all Aaron Rodgers. When they lose, it's Matt LaFleur. Uh, you've won 39 games. you got an 800 winning percentage. If the Chicago Bears had a coach like him, there'd be a statue not on one corner, but on four corners. <laughs> All right, you got Pete Carroll, number six, Matt LaFleur, number five. I do like Mike Vrabel. I got him in the top five as well. You got Vrabel of the Titans at number four. And Bill Belichick at number three. You don't have Belichick number one. Why? Because it's current. Yeah. And currently, he'll never be in another Super Bowl, I don't believe, unless Tom Brady – I heard you guys talk earlier. How about if he went back to New England? Oh, my God. That's the story of the year. Oh, my God. 
that would be bigger than anything else. And then, then you know, Belichick would be currently the best head coach. Uh, but I cannot disrespect the man. I love the guy. I think he's been great. Uh, but Tom Brady won without him, so that knocks him down a couple notches. I give him credit for what he did with Matt Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, tremendous job this year. But it's going to be tough for him. Uh, it's no longer his a- AFC division anymore. Yeah, I like Mac Jones a lot. He's going to prove to be much better than your guy Justin Fields sure. in Chicago. Sure. Mm. Uh, Mike Tomlin's oh, yeah. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. How Amazing. about that? He's a number two. Uh, I can't disagree with that, uh, Mike North. Mm-hmm. And how about Sean McDermott at number one? Did, did it, how much did it concern you the way he mismanaged the end of the game against Kansas City in the playoffs? So, Leslie Frazier was an '85 Chicago Bear. Buddy Ryan would have chastised him for the defense he called in the last quarter of that football game, especially the last three, four minutes. Buddy Ryan once said, you don't have four to rush, you rush five. You don't have five to rush, you want six. You rush six. He's rushing three guys. He's leaving a cushion for everybody. I thought he coached defensively scared. I know that McDermott takes the blame. I think McDermott's going to also learn from the uh, last 13 seconds, of course. Uh, It's only going to make him better they're behind the Chiefs right now, but I believe the strength of a, of a McDermott is uh, Sean McDermott is different than, for instance, uh, a strength of uh, McVeigh, who wanted to run the ball even though everybody knew he couldn't do it. McDermott's smart enough to know that they can win this thing next year. He's got to tie up a couple things. He's changed the culture over there. He now beat the crap out of Belichick the last time they played, and the bottom line is he knows that Josh Allen, he'll run him to death, play him to death until he kills him. He knows that's the only way he can get in, but I think Josh Allen, with the pieces, you got to get some better pieces around. I mean, that roster is not conducive to winning the Super Bowl, yet they should have probably beat Kansas City, uh-huh. and I think if they do, they win it all. Yeah, it should have beat Kansas City. I, I do think the Bills need to be careful by how much they run Josh Allen, too. Plus seven fifty, right. yeah. Plus seven fifty to What's win that? it next year, Mike. And again, uh-huh. I think you're right on. We've already seen one big bet come in twenty thousand dollars on the Bills to win it next year at that price. So you think McDermott learns from those mistakes? You, mm-hmm. you mentioned that the roster's got to. I think it. he's the best coach going for where he came. I mean, this okay. team was three and thirty-five against New England. I will also say this. They picked up Mitch Trubisky, and the word is they want to give him a raise and want to keep him they because keep of him. what Matt just said, because of what happened, what could happen to Josh Allen. You need a backup quarterback if you're going to play that kind of football. All right, great stuff. There's Mike Norris, top 10 NFL head coaches of power ratings. Dave and I are going to uh, mention our list here later in the yeah. show. We, we talked about a few of them so far. Mike, I want to finish on uh, this note. I think you might have – the NBA MVP this season mm-hmm. in Chicago. DeMar DeRozan's been on a hell of a run. He was a 50-1 to 1 odds to win MVP at Circus Sportsbook last night. Uh, he is now a 25-1. to 1. Uh, How likely do you think it is DeRozan could make a run at MVP here? Well, whoever thought Kyle Lowry was the guy that stopped DeMar DeRozan? Um, I right. mean, basically, they used to split shots. Zach Levine, he's been a calming influence on the team. But I'll be honest with you, Matt. When we got him, guys... Everyone, okay, that's a nice pickup. It's DeMar DeRozan. I know they won a champ, but they had some play. This guy has been a revelation. I mean, when you start doing stuff, even if the league is softer now, that Will Chamberlain did. I think the mid-range jumper is his strength. He doesn't miss. 
His accuracy is unbelievable, and I think it's a good bet right now at 25 to 1. Nobody's playing better basketball in the league. I made that bet last night at 50 to 1. DeRozan, 16 of 27 from the field last night. Hit his only three point attempt, five of five free throws, 38.6 rebounds, six assists. There you go. The first player in NBA history with 35 or more points on 50% shooting in seven straight games. Took down a Wilt Chamberlain record, Mike Norris. So. And we got we got we got Vukovic in the center. I mean, these guys in two years transformed this team. I wanted to change in leadership for 17 years. They didn't do it. They finally do it. They got a good inside presence. Levine is a stud. They got to get everybody healthy. They need some help with the depth, but they can go all the way in the East. I still think Milwaukee's going to win it, but boy, the Bulls are somewhere we didn't think they'd be. Mike, it's always great catching up with you. Follow him on Twitter as I do at North to North, a very entertaining follow. Always great to have Mike North on us, uh, one of Chicago's finest. When we come back, win some, lose some. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Holly Howard on vacation. You're a winner if you bet the <laughs> Lakers last night. They opened as five and a half point dogs, close to three and a half. And with a 35-22 wow. fourth quarter, the Lakers rallied to beat the Utah Jazz 106-101 to 101 in L.A. LeBron did it again last night, 33 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. But the Lakers did lose Anthony Davis. He went down with an ankle injury. He's going to be out at least two weeks. That's why that's such a great win, because you did that comeback in the fourth quarter against Utah without AD. So you're going to have to learn to win without AD because he's physically fragile. He is fragile. As the French say. Nuggets opened five and a half point dogs, closed five, not a big move, but Denver rallied last night to post a 117 116 comeback victory at Golden State. Woo! And uh, how about Jokic last night? 35 points, 17 rebounds, eight assists, but Monte Morris hit the winning three at the buzzer and helped Dave Ross cash a money line bet on Denver. And the amazing thing is, you know, Steph comes down, the Golden State's down one. And he hit, he hits it and and one makes a two point game, so you can't foul. Obviously, in that situation, they got like four seconds to go. 
and he inbounded to Joker, and he just takes his time. Like four, it's like the Leitner shot against Kentucky. Like they just take their time. They know they've got this set. He just kicks it out, literally a tenth of a second. Uh-huh. I think it was the first lead they had all. It was night. a close call. I had it all the way. And by the way, Morris hit that shot over Steph Curry. He did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, More wins some. College hoops last night. St. John's opened an eight-point dog, closed six and a half. Some money on the Johnnies, and they deliver. Red Storm upset Xavier on the road, eighty-six to seventy-three. Impressive win there for uh, St. John's. Probably too little, too late to get in the tournament, unless they win the Big East tournament, which I don't think is going to happen. Uh, Pittsburgh, whoa, plus fourteen. And plus 825 on the money line last night in Chapel Hill. This number really didn't move, which tells you there was probably two-way action here. Whoever bet Pitt had an easy winner. Up 17 at halftime. Panthers roll 76-67 at North Carolina uh, last night. That's three wins in a row for the Pitt Panthers. And UNLV opened a six-point dog, closed five. You nailed it. Some of my money was on the Rebels last mm-hmm. night. They won on the road 60-57 to at Fresno State. Bryce Hamilton, 17 points for the Rebels. That's win someday. And, you know, also winning yesterday, certainly the L.A. Rams. Now, look, I know a lot of people are making an issue. How many people were actually there? We've heard these types of debates uh, in other realms. But I don't know how many people were there. I can tell you this. The Rams had a really good time. It's the first time for Matt Stafford, right? But I would say he got good advice from a guy who's been there, done that. A seven-time NFL champion. That would be Thomas Edward Michael Brady, the 12th. So well, I think that is sound advice. Mix in a water, Matt. Trust me, that's what Tom Brady said. Would that said advice go for you as well? Well, I do that. You do <laughs> mix I'm, in water? Yeah, if, if I'm drinking a lot, whether it's whiskey, beer, you got to try to drink a water every What do you time. think Stafford's drinking? I don't, that's a big bottle of something. Tequila? What, what did Tom Don have? Julio. Tom had uh, Tom Brady had Don Julio last year? He had, yeah, Tequila Tom right there. There he is. Look at that. Exiting stage left. Look, he looks like a four-year-old boy. Like, <laughs> they just kind of steer him out. That's what you do to kids. So that was certainly you're winning there when you get the advice from Tom Brady. That video will never get old. <laughs> but, you know, I want to thank uh, Indiana Jet on Twitter because Indiana Jet – watching, listening to the show, I tweeted because we were talking about young Zach Wilson, speaking of winning. And we I thought that it was Cindy Crawford that he was spotted with. It wasn't just Zach. Oh, Dak, Super Dak, and Josh Allen with Cindy Crawford. And you said she's how old? In her 50s? 55. She looks fantastic. She looks fantastic. Well, why? What, why? If What's Zach, your if Zach Wilson is with Cindy Crawford. Why is Dak and Josh Allen? Why, are why those, wouldn't you be? Why are they in the photo? Well, I'm not so saying that Zach's with I Cindy. I thought you were trying not. to say Zach Wilson was dating Cindy no, Crawford. No, no, no. All I said is he was photographed with her. Oh, by the way, when I walked in here today, ESPN had one of those morning talk shows on, and the topic bar at the bottom said, is Dak Prescott overrated? <laughs> I knew that was going to irritate you if you saw it. Of course, it. they can't keep our names out of their mouths. All I'll say is this, Cindy Crawford is not overrated. And that is winning whenever you get a picture. And I don't care who is supposed to be the main. Those guys are so young. Do they even know who Cindy Crawford is? I'm sure they've heard. Anyway, let's get to lose some. Huh, no bigger losers last night than the Knicks. Oh, my God. Up 28 last night on the Brooklyn Nets. And this is not the Nets with uh, KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. No. It was 54-26 to 26 in the second quarter. Uh, by the way, the Knicks 
Open three and a half point favorites. Closed minus four and a half. Some spots hit to five. Uh, New York blew a 28 point lead in the 111 106 loss to the Nets. And Cam Thomas, rookie from LSU, 16 points in the fourth quarter. Seth Curry, 20 points last night. Knicks have lost three in a row. And they head to the All Star break at 25 and 34. A year after they made the playoffs for the first time since 2013, Tibbs is on thin ice at the Garden. I mean, what do you do? Get rid of Tibbs? I mean, probably. That's what they do. He wears out his welcome. It happened in Chicago. I saw firsthand. And you see it in Minnesota. Jimmy Butler's fighting everybody. Tibbs is back in butt. Tibbs' problem is he plays his veterans heavy minutes. He won't develop the young guys. Anyway, let's move on. Suns open 15.5 point favorites. Close 17.5. Took some money last night, but it was uh, not sharp money. Phoenix rallied to beat the Rockets 124 to 121. And that was a game the Suns trailed by six points after the third quarter. So mm. a 17 and a half point favorite barely escaped with the win last night. Life or death. In Phoenix. And uh, just one total in uh, college hoops. Gonzaga, Pepperdine. You figure this is going to be a fast paced game. The waves will run with you, they're not going to try to slow the Zags down. Uh, the first time these teams played, Zags soared over 100 points. Last night, the total was bet up from 160 and a half to 163, but it stayed under. Zags beat the Waves 88 to 66. Lands on 152, and uh, that's lose some. Well, you yesterday, right here in this program, you debated the authenticity of one of our bull videos. Yeah. Your anti-buller. This was the video that you called into question saying, this is doctored. Was, ah! I didn't say doctored. I said it was staged. Well, staged is kind of like doctored. You just think that it was all for, for the gram or maybe to get on our show. It worked. Got them both. Kanikis. Yeah. So we found another bull video for you, Matt This Humans. is authentic. Boom! Oh! Describe that to the listeners, by the well, way. Well, what I would say if you're listening to this, this is the perfect form tackle by a bull where there's a cyclist who's actually in the yellow jersey, I guess. I don't know where the rest of the cyclists are because this person is all is off route. And the bull turned, knocked down said cyclist, and then ran over said cyclist. Good news is cyclist apparently somehow, I don't know how you get back on the bike. How about this? He goes back for more and pounds him. That looks like the running of the bulls in Pamplona. But the cyclist apparently allegedly finished the race. How? I don't know how. I don't know. How was the bike not destroyed? Do not. How did? Wow. Oh my. Well, you see those Tour de Francers all the time. The bikes get mangled. They just get up. Yeah, but they didn't get hit by a bull. More bull video for you. Now this is we believe in Spain, and we believe this bull is just destroying a small SUV. There's four people. Four people in their car, I believe, right? Do you get out of the car? Do you stay in the car? Oh, you Where? stay in the car. Why do you stay in the car? Where's the what, more danger? You want to get gorged by the bull? Well, no, no. You get out. Run for your lives. Why? Uh, well, because the... He's not going to get in the car. How do you know? Haven't I just seen, watched it. He didn't get in the car. Haven't you seen Tommy Boy where the deer got in there? Tommy Boy was a, a fictional movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all your bull videos. I hope you can right. handle them on Winsome Woosome. But, yeah, I mean... I guess if you just see a bull, don't start recording. I think that's the one thing we can learn from win some, lose some the last couple. Of years. Is that fair? How about DeMar DeRozan? Let's talk about bulls. Oh, for MVP. It's a nice segue. No, that's okay. We talked about that already. He was fifty to one last night at Circus Sports talking about win some. Uh, I made that bet last night. Yeah. JVT tweeted about it. And Thanks a lot, guys. Before Dave Ross could get the bet in. The odds of circuit dropped to 25 to 1, which is more in line with the market. 
So, Dave, you're a little bit late to pull the trigger on DeMar DeRozan. True story. It was after I hit, got the game-winning three from the Nuggets, and I went, oh, I got a little extra cashish that I didn't expect to have. Let me go get that 50-1 to one on DeMar DeRozan. Thanks to you guys, you moved the market on me. Gone. Well, look, you look at the stats, and you can understand why he's a viable MVP candidate. Look, I think Jokic right now and uh, Joel Embiid right now are still right there, but you can make a case. Oh, for no off. question. And yeah. uh, DeRozan's going to be in that top five. He just did something that no player in NBA history had done in the seven straight games. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Log in each Thursday. Get a 20% profit boost on college basketball. Learn more at BetRivers.com. And one of the top experts over at WinnersAndWiners.com is David Hess. He's been killing it with his college basketball plays. He's gone 6-1 last week with his daily top plays, giving out tonight's play absolutely free, no strings. Just a top-rated play from a top-rated handicapper. Just text VEASAN to area code 320-350-3500. That's VEASAN to area code 320 3,500. Aaron Rennings is going to be back with some of his top plays that he likes in the NBA. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the money on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code VEGAS1000. Receive $10 instantly in up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit VEASAN.com slash horses for all the details. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. This is Follow the Money right here on VEASAN. A pleasure to welcome in Aaron Renning to the show to talk about the NBA slate tonight. And Aaron, we were talking a little bit before we started this program about Boy, some of the wins last night, if you had the Nets and that just colossal collapse by the Knicks, and certainly for me and the Nuggets last night, uh, a miracle comeback to get that win at Golden State. That's kind of life in the NBA, right? That sometimes, no matter what the deficit looks like in the NBA, you're never done until it's done. Yeah, it can be. I mean, really, it was kind of that rare night. We've seen the favorites do so well uh, the last couple weeks uh, here with the trade deadline everything else that was going on. And yeah, you had some crazy money line happening. <laughs> that's coming back. I mean, that, I don't know, you know, I wasn't following in game. I mean, the Nets had to be a huge uh, underdog to come back and win that. Obviously uh, Denver hitting the three point shot, uh, essentially at the buzzer also had a couple of uh, big upsets with Portland and uh, Detroit against Boston. So uh, yeah, money line was uh, in play last night. And certainly the Lakers are their comeback too in the fourth quarter yeah, against Utah. Point. So, yeah, it was crazy all the way through the board. We saw, and we want to talk. start off with the, the 76ers and Bucks tonight here, Aaron, because the other night for the Sixers against the Celtics, my goodness, what a disaster that turned out to be. Now they go on the road, going to catch about six and a half points against Milwaukee. What do you make of this matchup? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, here we are with uh, Embiid and Giannis to hopefully go at it uh, against each other here uh, tonight. And, you know, really, as you handicap, uh, the final couple nights uh, of the NBA before the all-star break, you, you're really looking for some sort of sense of motivation uh, from these teams. Uh, either, you know, either a team is not going to be motivated and ready for a break, or uh, you'll have a team motivated and ready to play. And I would think 
I would certainly think the Sixers would fit under a team that should be motivated here. I'd be completely embarrassed uh, by, you know, one of their greatest rivals the other night, 135 uh, to 87. I I mean, that's about as bad as it gets um, in NBA basketball, especially for a team that uh, has hopes uh, for at least an Eastern Conference championship, perhaps an NBA title. So, uh, with that said, and again, you have arguably uh, the best player in the NBA uh, this year so far with Joel Embiid. So uh, you would expect a focused uh, effort here from uh, the Sixers, and you're getting uh, six and a half, seven points here. So I think that's uh, definitely the way to look here. You know, the Bucks, I haven't had a, uh, a problem uh, trying to fade this team really uh, throughout much uh, of the of the season. Again, this is a team that. Uh, it's you know NBA title or bust. It's not finish the regular season uh, with the the best record. Both these teams are short on depth of bucks, and really you know this is a team that you know for from a regular season standpoint uh, has been a kind of a covering machine if you go back two or three years uh, because of the great depth. But they're without a number of guys here: George Hill, Grayson Allen uh, out for this team. They, they Connington's going to be out so. They just don't have the depth that like they've had uh, regular season previous years. Sixers trying to bounce back from that forty-eight point loss. Yeah. Uh, did you find a seven overnight? This your best bet? Did you find Sixers plus seven? Uh, I was trying to. Uh, I would think I got at least some plus. I actually saw uh, maybe even a couple seven and a half uh, that okay. peaked out there. But yeah, the sevens have definitely disappeared here in the last half hour. All right, you went five and one on your best bets in the association yesterday, and you had it all the way with the Nets, right? Yeah, right. Well, that was a bonus. I mean, that's just, again, the craziness of the NBA. I had San Antonio minus six and a half, seven, kind of a coin flip, uh, could have went either way. So uh, you get used to that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, that's a volatile game. Nets come from uh, 28 down to beat the Knicks last night at the Garden. All right, this is not a great card in the association tonight. Five games. Let's uh, get your thoughts on each of the games. How about the Miami Heat laying four and a half at Charlotte? Total two twenty four and a half. Uh, yeah, um, you know, from a side perspective, looking at this game, and uh, again, you're just trying to find motivation. It, it really becomes kind of a bigger game uh, for Charlotte uh, than Miami. So I would lean here a little bit towards the uh, the home dog. Jimmy Butler is going to be questionable. I would think he would try to go and, and play in this game, but the Heat. Uh, pretty much uh, just about tied. I guess a win would tie them uh, for the with the Chicago Bulls for the best record uh, in the Eastern Conference. But to me, that's not the motivation motivation this team needs. It's really uh, more towards Charlotte, uh, now ninth place in the Eastern Conference, a team uh, certainly hoping and, and trying to get into the playoffs. So they haven't played uh, certainly their best uh, basketball here uh, of late. Uh, but you know they they've been shooting awful. Um, they had one uh, one game where they did shoot the three point shot a little bit better um, against Detroit. But boy, it's been a lot of losses for this team. So uh, again, a team uh, you would expect a pretty good effort here from the from the Hornets tonight. And when you look at the Nets now coming off that miraculous comeback win last night in the Mecca, JVT likes to say. Uh, how, how do you handicap this one now? They're going to lay four and a half here against the Wizards coming in here, seeing about two sixteen and a half. Uh, could there be a little bit of an emotional letdown after getting blown out for three quarters and somehow coming back and winning this game? Uh, certainly could be. Um, it, it, it is. This game's kind of a tricky handicap. Both these teams played last night. 
Um, Washington uh, could uh, the only uh, uh, win for the Pacers was uh, last in February, I think, was their win last night against Washington. So uh, obviously the Wizards are borderline tank mode here. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, they get Przingis back after the uh, in, uh, after the NBA All Star break, but Bradley Beal's out for the year, so uh, not much to look forward to. I, I thought Brooklyn, you know, kind of good riddance here with Harden. I, I thought they looked and the effort was much much better here uh, their last couple of games. Uh, Sacramento, uh, they blew them out the other night, one hundred nine to eighty five, uh, and then last night that comeback win uh, against the New York Knicks. So obviously. Uh, with the Nets, you have a very undermanned team, but uh, again, I think it's uh, a little bit of a refreshing team, and they get kind of, I guess you could say, the cancer with uh, Harden off of this team. Uh, you know, without Kyrie, that's never a big deal, uh, that much of a big deal to be. But uh, yeah, you got to lay some points here. I think, if anything, uh, I I kind of look uh, both these teams on a back to back. I'd look to play this one under the total. And that's exactly where I was thinking too. How about Dallas here? A really good win the other night against Miami, coming back from a halftime deficit. Now they stay on the road against the Pellies, uh, laying three. We know they're kind of a slower paced team. Two fourteen and a half is the totals I'm seeing here. Uh, what do you make of this matchup tonight, Aaron? Uh, you know, this is a little bit uh, of a handicap like Miami and Charlotte, although, you know, I think you get Dallas kind of mission accomplished uh, first half the other night, uh, 34 and 24 record. I would say somewhat overachieving with uh, what they've been able to do. Uh, but yeah, uh, just a monster win really for them against Miami. Note uh, they shot about 45% from three land. I think Miami shot uh, in the 20s. So it was good shooting, which Dallas hasn't had a lot of. Um, so far this year. So I would actually probably look to fade Dallas. Again, I'm not sure what uh, the Pelicans plan, but I mean, if you're going to trade for a guy like CJ McCollum, it's uh, somehow, some way, uh, try to get in the playoffs. They lose against uh, Memphis the other night, but a nice win before that, uh, where they beat, uh, I think, a very, really good Toronto Raptors team by 30. Um, So uh, I would uh, lean here to uh, the Pelicans plus the points. All right, how about the Rockets on a back-to-back they covered in Phoenix, mm-hmm. catching 11 in L.A. against the Clippers tonight, 228-and-a-half. Yeah, if there's going to be any team with a no-show, I would think it's going to be the Houston Rockets. <laughs> uh, All-out effort last night uh, against Phoenix, but, uh, yeah, they lose, uh, I think, what, their sixth straight game. Uh, note that was their only cover uh, in their last six games as well. Uh, last night, Wood and Porter Beth uh, both sat out with sickness. I would say Gordon's probably going to be questionable here for uh, tonight for uh, Houston. Uh, Clippers still uh, obviously uh, in the playoff hunt, or at least the play-in hunt in the Western Conference. So uh, if I'm picking a team to be a no-show, it would be the Houston Rockets, and it would be pretty much the Clippers or nothing here for me in this one. Hey, about uh, 45 seconds ago, quick handicap on the MVP race at the All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, it looks like uh, Embiid and uh, Jokic, uh, you know, Embiid, you know, just a great pass, heads up play by Jokic last night uh, for uh, Morris to hit that three point shot. Giannis is still going to be there. I think John Morant, uh, any kind of MVP talk with him is uh, completely unacceptable. I, you know, the Grizzlies are I think twelve and two uh, without him so far, so he should not be in there. And, uh, maybe my outsider, Luke, has been playing really good the last month. Uh, I bet him at 50, 60 to 1 uh, about a week, 10 days ago. So we'll see. He's kind of a one-man show right now for the Mavericks the yeah. rest of the way. 
All right, should be very interesting race the rest of the way. Aaron Renning, appreciate it. Check him out at Twitter, as I do. Follow him at ER Sports one Aaron, thanks very much. Uh, we'll catch up with you again down the road. All right, sounds good. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. All right, when we come back here, Matt, we are going to give our pocket plays that we have, and also we will unveil our top ten coaches that we have. Mike North gave his earlier in the program. Come on back. It's Follow the Money right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, let's get the end pocket here, Dave. Let's uh, do it. Best bets from last night, 2-0 in college hoops. That's 4-0 the past couple your, days. You don't rest in your laurels. Because I always try to give you props. You're 4-0, but who's counting? The last couple of nights. And you're like, no, it doesn't matter. It's just about today. i got to win today. I like that. Actually. It's always about winning the next day. I like it. Uh, Rutgers last night was a rocking chair game. The, uh, the Scarlet Knights took the lead early, never re- relinquished it, and controlled the Illini in that game again at the rack. Rutgers now 7-1. Amazing. In Big Ten play in home games. Rutgers plus four, easy winner last night. UNLV, a little bit tougher, but the Rebels uh, took control of the game late in the first half and held on to win as a six-point dog at Fresno State. So a couple more dog winners last night. I'm going to try two more dogs in the Mountain West tonight. But very quickly, again, and I mentioned this yesterday on the show, and I think it's very important if you're wagering out there, you kind of like those games. You took the points, but you liked them money line because you thought they had outright ways to win. I think it's a good way to handicap, right? And it's almost like the points are just a bonus. Because you so. loved Rutgers to win that game, and they won easily. Right. And same thing with UNLV. wasn't as easy, but you didn't need the six in the end. It's kind of a cushion. Oh, like you said yesterday, I'm not going to play a single-digit dog in college hoops unless I think that dog can win the game. Okay. And obviously thought Rutgers and UNLV both had a pretty good shot to win those games straight mm-hmm. up last night. I'm not sure about these two tonight uh, as far as, as good of bets. Because these teams are not as high quality as the teams I've bet the last two days. Okay. Anytime, anytime you're taking uh, teams that are in the bottom half of a league or have a losing record, it's a little bit more of a risky bet. So I'm not going to say I, w- I would say play these on a smaller scale uh, tonight. But 
I do think we've still got a couple of live home dogs here. New Mexico, I'm going to keep playing the Lobos. Jalen House, Jamal Mashburn Jr., those guys had big nights in that upset of Wyoming at the pit two nights ago. They got Colorado State coming in here. The one concern I have is that big body David Roddy can control this game in the paint for uh, the Rams, but I still think it's the type of game the Rams are going to have to sweat out. Uh, New Mexico plus 7.5 at the pit. The Lobos have won four of the last five. Off the win over Wyoming, I think uh, New Mexico is the play here. So I think the seven and a half at the pit. And uh, in San Jose, <laughs> this is going to be one of the weakest home courts in the country. <laughs> if you ever watch San Jose, it's San like Jose plays gym. in front of uh, oh, man. cheerleaders, a few band members, and family and friends. And that's about it. Uh, Spartans catching eight tonight against Nevada. And um, what I like about this game is I watched – uh, two nights ago, these teams played in Reno. You got a quick uh, quick rematch in San Jose. The Spartans are 0-13 in the Mountain West. Tim Miles is a really good coach, mm-hmm. former Colorado State Nebraska coach. Yep. He took what's nearly an impossible job here, but his team continues to play hard. And San Jose hit 14 of 32 threes in the game in Reno two nights ago. It was a one-possession game late. I think the Spartans feel like that this might be their last best chance to win a, a conference game. Nobody wants to go 0-18 no. or whatever in a conference. San Jose's 0-13. I'm not going to be surprised if the Spartans get the win tonight against a Nevada team that's uh, a little bit shaky. Uh, let's go with Omari Moore, a player probably most people have never heard of. 6'6", junior guard for the San Jose. He had 22 points a couple nights ago when these teams played. Let's go with Omari Moore and the Spartans plus eight. So I was sad. Play these on a smaller scale than the yeah. games the last couple days. But I still think we got a couple of live dogs here in the Mountain West with New Mexico and San Jose. Now, one of these picks that I made last night was the Nuggets now to win it at 30 to one. And the reason why is when I just watched the Joker, mm-hmm. the unicorn, and, you know, just talking to Aaron there too about MVP, I've got an MVP. And in the playoffs, things do tend to slow down a little bit. So you, I don't think they can get run out. This is not an overly talented Nuggets team that that I would like to have this. But 30 to one with Joker, it just I feel like I got a shot in the West with Anthony Davis's injury last night. The Lakers, hey, the Lakers are, were not in the no, picture anyway. No, and Phoenix is good, but did, did they did they really scare you that much? Stop, Denver, stop it with the Lakers. Eh, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, Denver gave they were up 2-0, I believe, on Phoenix before Phoenix. You know. Suns and four. That Here, here's a key thing in the West, too, is it looks like the Clippers are not going to get Kawhi Leonard back. No. So it's not as difficult to navigate a scenario where I can get the Nuggets there. And then maybe if I get there, I, I might think about hedging down the road. Brooks Kepka this week at the Genesis. Uh-huh. 44-1. to one. I mean, I got him at 19-1 to one to win at Augusta. Wow. 44-1 to one this going week. Going with the blonde bombshell. Going to go with him. The blonde bomber. And again, not really a bomber's paradise because you don't want to spray it. But you pointed out to me that that you know, Bubba Watson's won a few times in this course. Yes. So if he can do it, Brooksy's a lot straighter than Bubs. Forty-four to one. I got to take a shot. Look at that, Dave Ross with the long shots in pocket. We're, is, we're a few hours away, actually, from uh, from the, the start of the Genesis Invitational. Can't wait because it's my first West Coast really golf tournament that I'm going to watch it. Don't ask. You didn't watch the, no. the tournament. In pocket is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com. What do you watch? Keeping up with the Kardashians replays, or I watch Below watch? Deck. All Captain, right, let's get to our Captain top Lee's ten amazing. NFL head coaches. <laughs> 
power rankings. We teased the list. We revealed our 10, 9, and 8 spots in the first segment of uh, tonight's show. Now, Matt, before we put your 10 up there, here's the one thing I will say to our producer, Elliot, that I was very disappointed in, is that before seeing your list, ours are very similar. I don't like agreeing all the time, but I because it, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, agreed. But I do agree with a lot of your selections as we put up Matt's top 10. The only one that I said that I did not have on my list that you have is Frank Reich. Right. That's the only, now we split on the numbers of where we go, but we're very close one to seven. And even McVeigh, I got a little bit higher than you. But when you look at Harbs at Can I two, read my list before you analyze everything? Sure, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to poke some holes okay. in it. You know I am. Uh, by the way, Bruce Arians, Ron Rivera, guys like that were very close to making the top 10, just outside my top 10. Number 10, Sean McVay of the Rams. Number 9, Sean McDermott of the Bills. Number 8, Frank Reich of the Colts. You do not have Frank Reich in your top 10. No, sir. I can understand that. Number 7, Pete Carroll of the Seahawks. Number 6, 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan. Number 5, Titans, Mike Vrabel. Number 4, Andy Reid. Number 3, Mike Tomlin never had a losing season. How about Mike Tomlin? Got to give him some respect. Number two, John Harbaugh of the Ravens. Number one, it's still got to be Bill Belichick. If you're ranking uh, head coaches in the NFL, I think you, your list still has to start with uh, Belichick. Again, agreed, and that's exactly where I start off my list. Now, the only thing that I was going to poke holes in yours was Reich. And I had Arians on my list. And okay. almost in the same spot that you had Reich on yours. Yes, number eight. So, so I've got McDermott at 10. I got Petey at nine. Arians at eight. McVeigh, boy genius, at seven. Vrabel at six. And I had him higher than I moved Kyle up, Kyle Shanahan, because he's been to a Super Bowl and almost got there again this year. So I got Kyle at five. Andy Reid at four. Because I just feel like even with the one Super Bowl championship, Kind of feel like they, you know, they got blown out last year in the Super Bowl. Kind of feel like they could even do more. Harbaugh oh, is there's no doubt the Chiefs could do more. I think Reed's right? been an underachiever with the talent he's had. To I have agree. Super Bowl win. You talk about how the Packers have won only two Super Bowls with 30 years of Favre and Rodgers at quarterback. Look what Andy Reid's had to work with. Amazing. And his uh, two decades plus as an NFL head coach, he's only got one Super Bowl. And I, I really. Kind of felt like he was asleep at the wheel in a couple of the playoff, the Super Bowl loss last year and the playoff loss this year. I think that's why we have him a little bit lower than, on our list than we do our top yeah. three, which is the same, just inverting one. I've got John Harbaugh at three. Mike Tomlin, I put it to. We agree on Bill Belichick. And again, Tomlin and Harbaugh are very close for me. And I do take these lists seriously because uh-huh. I really was thinking about this for a long time yesterday. And when you don't have a losing season ever, 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 and I don't care who your quarterback is, Mason Rudolph, Big Ben broke down Ben. It does, he just gets at least a 500 and or above. So Mike Tomlin How about for Doug me. Doug Hodges. I know he had duck. Here's the thing: if Tomlin does it next year, we don't even know who the quarterback's going to be in Pittsburgh. I mean, he's not going to have another winning season, is he? I mean, why would you bet against Tomlin when you look at your futures for the for the Steelers? If you go at least eight wins every year, he's cashed. Well, Michael Lombardi said it when he was on with us today. You know, you have to look at what. Tomlin had to work with this season again. He avoided another losing season, and and uh, Lombardi ranks Tomlin up there near the top too. So, hey, we'll analyze this list then, a little bit more on uh, tomorrow's show, Football Friday. We'll we'll talk more about this. Might even talk a little bit about the USFL. Ooh. But I, I think this top ten 
coaches list, and actually you can go deeper and rank all 32 if you want. The new hires are difficult. We'll do a little bit of that tomorrow. We'll we'll analyze some of the new hires, but when you're talking about Super Bowl odds, division odds, win totals, uh, the coaches are obviously critical elements to your analysis. I did not have Mike McCarthy on my list. So nobody can call me a homer. You can't say I'm a homer. If you had put Mike McCarthy in the top 10, you wouldn't be back for tomorrow's show. Can I say this in all honesty? I had him at 10, and then I had to kick him out. I was trying to figure out a way to put him at 10. I did, but I couldn't get there. Hey, we want to thank Aaron Renning. We want to thank Mike North, Michael Lombardi. Matt, always a good time as well. We'll be back right here. Follow the money on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Take the... Take the... Take the... At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.